Okay, microphone on, ready to record. It looks like a message is coming through in the time drive. Gideon, patch it through. Hey, Matt. Friend of the show, Trisha Ennis, what are you doing here? I uh, just wanted to remind you quickly to plug our new podcast. Oh, that's right. Let's do that. From the Always Hold On to Podcast family. Comes our new podcast, Always Hold On to DC's Legends of Tomorrow. We're covering the good, the bad, and the cuddly of our favorite DC Comics time-traveling crossover-y... Romantic dramedy, LGBTQ-plus-friendly, Sarah Lance ass-kicking-y... Musical Bebo-pelted series. Every episode, we will be literally rolling the dice... And letting the fates decide our next episode. Yes, the fates! Uh, Clotho... Lachesis... The, the other one... So- sounds like you should probably brush up on season five. Probably. And if any of your folks haven't seen the series, they can start checking it out before our podcast premieres this January. Yes, if you're a Lois and Clark fan, odds are Legends of Tomorrow will be up your alley. Absolutely. And don't forget to follow us at Legends of Always on any social media. Well, thanks for stopping by, Trisha. Truly cannot wait to start this podcast with you. Me too, Matt. See you in the temporal zone. Gideon set a course for Metropolis 1997. Now back to the show. Before we get going, question to you. Do you remember what your first episode was? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't. In complete fairness, I did not. It had to be season one. Mid-season one. Yeah. I don't remember. You were our first, like, real, like, fan guest. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. Man, I don't remember. Ides of Metropolis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lois and Clark is our jam. We're talking about Terry Dean and Superman. We'll cover it all. At least we'll do what we can. And now it's time for the show. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that one. She pretends. She pretends to remember. I pretend. I remember I liked the episode of Loves the Club. I don't remember <laughs> if I was good on your show at all. No, it was great. I, the reason I ask you is because, like, honestly, I got a little, I've got, I've got a little lump in my throat while we're recording today because it's your last I real know. episode. It might not be the last time we hear your voice on the show or anything yeah. like that, but, like, it's it's your last one. And I was like... I was going into work today and I was like, fuck, what was Christine's first episode? <laughs> and I looked back and it was Ides of Metropolis. And I'm like, I don't remember this recording. I remember meeting you. Like, I remember yeah, like, I bringing came you to, upstairs I in the came elevator. To your, we didn't do, this wasn't a thing back then. No. We, no, we weren't Zooming. You came and we all crowded around the same fucking yeah. microphone and did it. <laughs> it's like, nice to meet you guys. Uh Please don't kill me. <laughs> yeah. Like, in the episode, we talk about like, well, we've known each other for like, 10 minutes yeah now, but, uh, <laughs> five years later um, five years later dude, wow. it's it's and like the lives have changed like do you remember that first recording i remember because th- we talked about it when daniel was on because i just had started my husband uh, we were i had just started right. dating him oh yeah that's a good mi- mile marker and i wasn't right. i was i was like oh i'm gonna go like do this like podcast for this show i like from the 90s like don't worry about it don't, don't ask, ask me any, me any questions, more questions. <laughs> yeah. i'm not ready to share this part of my life with you yet yep. <laughs> meanwhile i've yeah, obviously made him watch the whole thing with me and we came yes. on the show <laughs> and he's a fan so yeah thankfully marriage has opened you up a little bit yeah that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Great, <laughs> yeah. You know? i'm ready but to like, share uh, i i i was just trying to think of it today because i'm like i don't even remember if like 
they were there were podcasts where like Carolina was there, but just like quiet in the background. Uh-huh. And like I don't remember if she was there. I don't remember. Like I, I just remember she, like, I just nothing remember about it at all. You, me and Ryan. I yes, guess? we had we made tea. We used to make you would always offer tea when I came over uh-huh. to record. That was very nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't remember specifically that one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Other than well, I loved your apartment, your loft apartment that I still. That was a cool apartment. We had a cool. I was like, man. I, I love this place. His place is so it was, cool. It was not internal AC and tough in the summer, but yeah. it was a cool apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But look how our lives have changed. Man. I know. It's You're getting married. Craziness. I had a baby. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. Um, but anyway, welcome back to the show. Welcome thank to Lois and Clark, the new podcast of Superman. I'm Matt Truex, and you'll never guess who's on this week, everybody. It's Christine Bartolucci. Hello, everyone. Had to get you on for a Tempest episode in this final season. Well, you know, as I've told you many times, this is my all-time favorite episode of Lois and Clark. So that's I I, I love that. I'm very excited. That's truly <laughs> that, and and I want to get into it too because it was I, I was thinking about Tempest in general today because, um, yeah, uh, the unfortunately you won't be able to, to join us anymore. But we're doing the table read soon for Tempest Fugitive. So like I was literally reading that. Over the weekend, I watched this and I'm just like, what is it about like the Tempest episodes? And obviously it's the performance and the writing uh-huh. of just the character itself. But also they like his he's always got the movie level plot. Yeah. You know, like what I mean, like obviously mm-hmm. it's it's still the show, uh, as Ryan used to say. But like he's always got the like, we're going to time travel back to kill young Superman. I'm going to take over the fucking United States. I yes. mean, you know, like whatever it is. So what makes this. Uh, sorry, we're talking about Meet John Doe, mm-hmm. um, episode 414, uh, written by guest of the podcast, Tim Minear, uh, directed by Jim Paul, aired March 2nd, 1997. Uh, what makes this episode your favorite? So it's it's the romance. It's the most romantic episode of the whole thing. You know, it's so romantic. Like, I I remember when I first watched the show, you know, it was as it, as it was airing, I was in seventh yeah you know, sixth, seventh, and eighth, or fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. And I remember seventh grade, so season three, that's when I was, like, really into it. And mm-hmm. I, I I, don't remember, I mean, I guess I, I, I must have been because I remember that my, I asked my grandmother to tape episodes off. So I think I have the tape of Meet John Doe with her handwriting. She's since passed, like, Lois and Clark. Like, she taped it for me. And I, th- I think it was this episode. So it was a biggie. It's a biggie. Yeah, it's one well, I yeah, always go back four. to. I just love the both of them in it. I I, I just think, yeah. I, the follow-up is good, but it's not as good as this episode. I was just going to ask you, does the follow-up get a little tainted for you because it's not our Clark? Because it's, it's Earth 2 Clark, I mean, no. I, I thought that was an in- I mean, it's an interesting way to get, get him back. Because I was like, yeah. what, what are they going to do? <laughs> like, what, right. He's... You know, so I was like, oh, it made sense. Obviously, it's, you know, Tempest and, you know, it was good to see H.G. Wells. It made the whole, like, thing made sense. Did Tim Minear write the second one, too? Did he write both? No, it's it's uh, Eugenie Ross-Leving and Brad Buckner, mm. the, the showrunners at the time, you know. I don't remember. I listened to that episode where you interviewed Tim. Did he talk about this? Did you guys talk about this one? We did a little bit. Um, I, I, I was... I was honestly very intimidated in talking to him. I Tim can Mike imagine. Because I, he's he sounded fucking... so nice, but I was when you were listing his credits, I was like, oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah, he's a powerhouse. He's um, 
he he is nice, but in that like very dry way, where sure. I'm like, I'm not sure if you're making fun of me or if you're into yeah, it. So, yeah, like, yeah. I'm I'm afraid to show too many of my cards. I'm so thankful that he did the show, but like I, that whole time, I was just like so kind of frozen yeah. and like, don't say something stupid to Tim Minor for fuck's sake. So <laughs> I don't think we got into it that okay. much. Um, I think we've talked more about like his overall tenure on the time uh, the show and like Mixiness, you know, like yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. he was a big comics mm-hmm. fan, so he wanted to do fucking Mixius Pizzlick yeah. and that type of thing. Um, but yeah, I don't think we got into this one too much, but maybe there was a question or two. I honestly, that's one I I will likely not listen to very yeah. much again, just because yeah. like I hear the fear in I me. I have a story you know? for you. Did, I don't know if I ever told you we had Jeff Bridges on our podcast. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can relate. Like I will not ever listen to that episode because I know how nervous I was, and if I listen yep. to it, I'm just gonna get embarrassed for myself. So I'm yep, like, Ex- exactly do. that. <laughs> you know what the the one I like. The interview we did with uh, Jay Greska, the, mm-hmm. the yes. composer, because mm-hmm. I was just like, after a minute, I was just like totally at ease with yeah. him. And then Kay Callen, because it was just like this lovely conversation at this moment. I don't think I told you that you did a phenomenal job. And she was oh, so she was so great because she was like bringing stuff back. She's like, wait, Matt, we didn't talk about this. That and was, I was the like, best. She's so great. She's so. We great. forgot to talk about Metropolis. Yeah. Oh my god, you're right. Um, yeah. No, like she is so with it. She and I then emailed like back and forth oh a little my god. bit for the next week or two. She loved the graphic I did. She's like, "Can you send me that? I want to show my kids." I'm like, "Absolutely." You know, oh my like god. she was just like, "Can you imagine?" I was so t- like you're, you're going into it. You're like 13 year old self. Like, I'm gonna be emailing with Kay Callen. Like Martha. Oh, yeah, Kay- exactly. Like, <laughs> what? A a that, but also there's the like. She's, I I don't want to uh, exaggerate her age, but she's she's an elderly woman. Yeah, the, like you know, like I was like, I don't know what I'm getting into, mm-hmm. whatever. But she's still fucking Martha. Yeah, Kent. she's still, she was you know? sharp, like, sharp. Oh my god, she was. It was so, so cool. good anyway. to hear too. Anyway, yeah, no, no, you know, Jeff Bridges is still pretty fucking cool <laughs> too. <laughs> but I totally understand that, like, and that is for the listeners, yep. and I will never experience that again in my never. life. Never. Yep, I totally get it. <laughs> What we will experience again, though, is meet John Doe. Because yes. this, this is, uh, I mean, I like um, Tempest Anyone from season three, but Tempest Fugitive and then these two for me are like, this is so pinnacle mm. of Tempest. And he is, he is perfect yeah. in this episode. I like the, 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 you know, he's like sometimes shaved, then he has a beard, then he's shaved again. Yes. You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. is that just like. I wonder what that was about. Well, obviously, if he's running for president, he's got to be clean shaven, I guess. But he's got to like, be clean shaven. I was just thinking about that today. Like, sometimes he has a beard and sometimes he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, whenever he's running for office, he's yeah, clean shaven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then it totally made sense that he'd have the beard when he's, like, in fucking Robin Hood times uh-huh. and the Old West. and yeah. You know, like, it, it worked out. But, um, yeah, I don't know how much thought went into that behind the scenes. But, you know, he seems to take it very seriously. There's, um, oh man, I think it's called Comic Book Central is mm. the podcast that had him on. Um, yes, I listened. Very cool interview. And a guy that like seemed to really enjoy doing the show. Yeah. So that's awesome. It's always good to hear, yeah. Yeah. And it's just a darn good episode, He's isn't good. it? Like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, what do you make, like, let's jump in here. What do you make of the dream sequence? Because like, I was trying to fan paper in my head or fan wallpaper in my head. Like, wh- wh- why is he having this like kind of premonition dream? Yeah. So that, it's like it, when you realize it's a premonition later on in the episode, it kind of all makes sense. 
Um, but I guess they don't really like explain it other than he's just having a premonition about his wife. Just, you know? Yeah, just Kryptonian psychic energy again. Yeah, yeah, I guess. yeah. You know, like, yeah, I've got no idea. But it's, you know, it's it's cool how they do it where, like, obviously the way things play out isn't exactly what the dream mm-hmm. is. But, it, like, it's got all the elements and, they, you know, he's in the empty room. It's got the fist yeah, it's sculpture, which, I, like, fucking prop watch. Where is that goddamn thing? You oh, know? yeah. Oh, my God. I want it so badly. <laughs> I wonder if it's, like, it's probably, like, styrofoam. I'd imagine, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it's like one of those, like, they either made it out of the lightest thing in the world or the heaviest sure, thing in the sure, world, and sure. it broke immediately, yep. you know? But yeah, um, the fist sculpture's there, so, like, that's totally premonition-y. The room is, it's the same set. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the window from the future thing, you know, like, this endless hallway, blah, blah, blah. So, like, there, there's pieces of it where it's just, like, you can't even say that it was, like, anxiety and he painted it. Yeah. with what he knew what was going on like it's totally a premonition thing so maybe he's got a little psychic kryptonian stuff i got nothing else um i do love that immediately he wakes up and he goes downstairs and you know lois is doing insurance and talking about wills and stuff or uh-huh. starting to at least and like again the sexiness you were talking about yeah the romanticism starts immediately right. here, where it's like three in the morning and they're like you know get us back to bed you know <laughs> wink yeah. yeah oh it's I, so they're so hot together i know um <laughs> and that's that we hadn't really seen that much of that kind of stuff really i think not not till they got married right you know but like no there, there's a you know the episode before this i think yeah is sex lies and videotape right so that was a um, heavy one <laughs> which was it's which had its sexiness but like there's just a casual coupleness to mm-hmm. this that i i totally i enjoy. think that's one of the reasons why I, I like this episode a lot and also i've talked about it before i'm i'm like one of the weird fans that likes season four right f- for all that stuff like i uh-huh. like them together i like when they work as a team i don't like that she's like wait where are you going i don't understand like i didn't videotapes yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i prefer this version of them like married yeah got their rhythm you know like you're gonna I'll, you're gonna go fight the bad guy i'm gonna go call the cops or i'm gonna go make up a lie for you like it works much better i think yep i totally agree and it's it's the not to harp on it but it's the thing that's missing for superman and lois mm-hmm. for me where it's just like yes they're married they have kids and whatnot but like where is the spark that is keeping this relationship mm. going you know like where are these little moments where he's kissing her neck and yeah you know, that type of thing you know it doesn't have to be that but it's just like they are so close in this episode that it's lovely. Yeah. We cut from here, though, straight to the Metropolis home for the criminally insane. I just read that to, on, the, on the wall. I was like, what does that actually say? And I was like, oh, criminally insane. Crazy. Love it. Yeah. It, it's Metropolis Arkham Asylum. Yeah. yeah. You know, who knew? I love that it takes four years for us to come here. And I'm like, I'm sure there's many guest stars that we know uh-huh. haunting these halls, you know? Yeah. Like um, all of them, probably. I like the switcheroo here where we've got... We've got Tempest doing his best Hugh Hefner in his, like, smoking jacket, uh-huh. Roby thing, in the open collar, talking to some guy, and you think it's a doctor, and he's telling him about the future, and, like, so you really think you're from the future? Duh. You know? Like, yeah, we're yeah, getting yeah, all yeah. the Tempest, all the Tempest hits, and then turns out he's just talking to another mental patient, which <laughs> is, is the show being funny to me. Yeah. Like, that totally works for me. Also, what totally works for me is, like, as always... I pick up these little lines that are like, soon I'll have everything I want. World domination and the destruction of Superman. And that is a 
bullshit terrible line that yep. you would put in like any kids show or whatever but when it's tempest it just fucking sings yep. like i agree right? yep totally oh it's so good um did you watch much mash at all in no, not no not really okay. not enough to really know well good news we both suck i didn't either <laughs> But the guy that plays Andrus, the peacekeeper okay. utopian oh, from the future who pops in here. Who is Father, F- Father Francis. Oh, maybe. I th- no. I'm like, I'm like a huge MASH connoisseur. I have no idea. <laughs> Me neither. But, but not only is he on 200 whatever episodes of MASH, but he's also on all of After MASH, too, which was the like Now oh. We're Home show oh. spinoff that they tried to do. Didn't even know it existed. So we both suck here <laughs> on the Lois and Clark podcast, but like that's that's who this is. The the actor, excuse me, is William Christopher. Um, unfortunately, doesn't really have too much to do as Andrews. No, he's this very quick. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool concept, but I guess to kind of prove Tempest's point, he's got to be a little boring. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know what else to say about him. You know, um, I, w- I will say that the actor. In that first scene with Tempest, where you realize he's talk- he's not a doctor, he was in Bro- Broken Hearts Club with Dean Kane for a hot second. Really? Yeah. Is Broken Hot Hearts Club? Um, I'm gay and playing football. Playing baseball. They play baseball. baseball. That's it. It's that's one right. of my favorite movies outside of it being Dean Kane because it's really L- yeah. It's like such a good movie. It's L A. Uh, like L A. in the late '90s. And Timothy Oldenfont is in it, and like a bunch of other people. What's his name? Oh, Zach I Braff. Zach Braff is in it. Billy Porter. Oh, wow. This is all before those people like, you know, Billy Porter's huge now and he he's yeah. in that. Yeah. It's, it's a good one. I recommend. Oh shit. I had no idea real people were in that show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that that actor was uh, Robert Arce, which uh, unfortunate name, but yes, that that's <laughs> that's our guy there. Um but we we get some some expositiony plot stuff here. Mm-hmm. Real quick. Uh where Andrus, uh, he's got a little device thing that opens a time window that you can step into. He's going to leave behind a synthetic replicant Tempest that, like, is conjured scientifically out of air, seemingly. Yep. And it's just kind of like blank slate Tempest, for lack of a better word. I love Tempest's whole attitude throughout this whole thing where he's just, like, he's dealing with Andrus and just like, oh, God, it's all coming back to me. You all talk like that. In the yeah, future, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, Jesus, here we go. But it's just like he's he's such a menace that it, it's even in this stupid little like, oh, my God, look over there. He can take the guy out. He can. Right. Like, you know, Andrew's <laughs> going to totally fall for it. He like karate chops the guy, <laughs> takes the thing and off he goes. And then very quickly we get him on the street appearing in front of this homeless guy and the first sign of John Doe for president. Mm. Very exciting. Yep. Right over the reelect President Gardner sign. Yeah. Which. Um, what what are your thoughts on on Fred Willard here as as our president? Throughout I, the I mean, Fred Willard's he, he's a legend. He's he's great, and I love him as the president. And he's like a like you know he's the kind of like a dopey president. Totally. Even like the you know the, the frog stuff. You know, so it was yes. good to see him back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was good to see him back. It's good to see him back as in that role. Yeah, you're right too. Where like he's always kind of a president. We always see him as like a president under the influence mm-hmm. in a way. We're like yeah. either he's he's a childish clone who just wants his frog, or here he's he's you know mind whammied into <laughs> voting for Tempest despite the fact that 
you know, he would like to win re-election. Real voter it's, fraud. <laughs> oh, man, it's very funny. This episode, though, too, just, like, so solidifies for me that, like, Lois and Clark are the most famous people in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're walking out of the Daily Planet with the president, Perry in tow, but it's them that gets the invite from the president of the United States to come hang out while they watch the election returns. Which is funny because in season two, you know, if she's trying to get the the interview with the president, she's got one question to ask. It's like, oh, that was such a big deal. And now she's like chums with this president. You know? And now we like walk him to the limo. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I That's how famous the they same, got. I assume this is the same president. Well, I guess time-wise probably was, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I'm fucking... <laughs> I wonder if there's a little bit of continuity there. Hey, hey, Rob O'Connor, let me know if there's any continuity there that, <laughs> that could deal with that. But yeah, um, loved that. And then we get this early thing of like, what do you make of this John Doe guy? And like, you know, President Garner, not fucking worried about yeah. this third party write-in like two days before the election or whatever it is. <laughs> like, it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. It's Tempest, so you know it's going to go well. Uh-huh. You know? Then cut to our, our favorite location. The Metropolis Satellite Relay Station. Oh, yeah. What which, is that? <laughs> like, it feels straight. I don't know what year that was, but it feels straight out of the contact of the movie. Do you remember? Yeah. Like the, the establishing shot, at least, is like a field of radio towers. Uh-huh. And then for the rest of the episode, this place is like right in the middle of the city. Yeah, crazy. Very, very odd to me. Um, but the guard finds Tempest putting in the sublimator. Uh, 25th century tech that was outlawed, so he stole it from a museum in the 26th century, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but it can implant subliminal messages and control the collective will. Is that enough, enough, is that enough exposition for you, or should I go on? <laughs> Which is such a good line. As always. Yeah. He's almost, it's almost Deadpool. Yeah, 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 that yeah, That he's, yeah. like, uh-huh. truly aware that he's in a TV show yeah. and that he's the bad guy. And they don't yeah. do that with anybody else, right? It's only Tempest that kind of makes, the, like, like the what's the line in uh, Lois Lo- and Clark's, or whatever, that's the name? Uh, the, um, uh, no, Tempest, anyone. Uh, the only thing that could ruin this is a commercial. Yeah, and then, but in, in the next episode, he goes, God, Herb, who writes your dialogue? Oh, that's the that's season three too. But you're right. Um, yeah, who writes your dialogue? <laughs> Prisoner of Zenda. Yeah. yeah. Excellent stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's so like with shit like that too. It's just like we love John Shay. We miss yeah. John Shay. Mm-hmm. We would have we would have taken as much John Shay as the series could give us. But like, he's kind of the big bad of the series. Anymore, yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. He's the one you stop and and listen to when he shows up. Uh, whereas like Lex just kind of gets mentions mm-hmm. from here on out. We hear him again, but blah, blah, blah. Uh, anyway, turns out the sublimator thing, pretty fucking effective. You know what I mean? Totally. <laughs> gets the security guard to... Jump out to, a window. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To fake that, that it was like a false alarm and then go and wait to jump out the window and announce it to whoever's on the phone with him. Uh, meanwhile, at the Daily Planet... Yay. Uh, Lois and Clark coming back from talking to the president. Jimmy wants to get invited to the, the whatever party to hear the election returns because he thinks the president's daughter is hot. Which fucking the old Jimmy, Jimmy gonna fuck. You yeah. Know? <laughs> um, but I like I like this talk here, where Lois uh, gets a book on how to make a will. Which mm-hmm. first of all, 
talk about was this made in the 90s. Yeah. Now you just call your lawyer, right? I think. Isn't that that or just like <laughs> fucking legal Zoom. Oh, yeah. Google true, 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 it. True, true, you know, like true, true. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's just that idea of like, I don't know how to do a thing. I'm going to I'm going to order a book from a catalog. <laughs> yeah. And figure it out. You know, it just felt so old timey to me. Um, but OK, so here's a lowest line. She brings up this year alone. I've been shot at. Fine. Mm-hmm. Strapped to explosives and electrocuted. I couldn't think of these for this oh oh i didn't i never cross-referenced those you know so let's look at that let's let's give her to the middle let's give her to the last the first wedding okay to say this year alone okay so give them to me again um i'm gonna say shot at is a gimme yeah 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 okay yeah, right like yeah. in any episode sure strapped to explosives and electrocuted well she was electrocuted at their wedding yep Okay. The real one. Yep. Strapped to yep. explosives. Great. Done. Hmm. Strapped to explosives. Strapped to explosives. Strapped to explosives. She was in an explosive mine or like, you know, underground with legs. Did well, Ching strap her to explode? No, that was Perry and Jimmy. She wasn't strapped to explosive explosives during uh, the People versus Lois Lane, right? She was just tied up. <gasps> Uh, yeah, she was just tied up. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, man, I hope we're not forgetting something, but... Somebody will let us know. Yeah, you know, whatever. Like... The, I, we're we're betraying the spirit of the line, but I was just like, I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, I, I like the idea that she was like... She kind of sees that Clark is bothered with it, and she's yeah. like, this is just... This, this really bothers you, doesn't it? It's just one of those things people have to do you know when we're not fucking super kryptonians you know yeah um, his reaction is very sweet it's very romantic that he doesn't even want to talk about it no it's, you know? it's really it's really nice and of course i like the irony that he's actually the one that gets i know gets lost in this episode you know whatever um but he's thankfully for him he superheroes the thing guy's gonna jump off a ledge he gets to go off um did you recognize where this guy jumped from where this street was on the Warner Brothers back lot. Uh, it's something it has meaning to you, I think. Wait, what what's the scene? Remind me. This is um Clark Clark, sorry. Superman uh catches the jumper. Oh right. And then they're on the street. The street they're in front of or the the building they're in front of is the Stephen J. Ross Theater. On the Warner Brothers lot, oh. which I think is where you were for your first like event on the lot. When oh you yeah, 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 running yeah, yeah, around yeah, yeah, and we're yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh shit, I'm in Metropolis. Yeah, that was a wild time. <laughs> so cool, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is this is that theater, and this is where we first get the like, uh, sorry, Superman, I I, I I don't know why I jumped. It just it seemed like the thing to do. Yeah, you I know? did. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, like Tempest is watching nearby, and he's already using his little like personal recording device to like you know what does he say attention all registered voters Dar- john doe is a darn nice guy this is the first one of those uh-huh. um which just like as a concept as a line whatever as a slogan uh-huh. has rung in my ear for the past 20 years <laughs> <laughs> yeah like I, I i know it's simple and it's dumb but like 
there's some great writing in this episode and that is that is just like simply put one of them where it's just like everyone just has that my mother will still say some days like john doe is just a darn nice guy it's the best it's so good you're right it is like that's what i want written on my graves you know when <laughs> here lies matt truex john doe was just a darn nice guy you know? <laughs> um but, but great stuff. I also love that Tempest is just sitting there having tea, being an asshole, just watching Superman yeah. you know, do all this shit. Um, but the minute uh, Superman gets back to the Daily Planet, like, John Doe fever has essentially struck the nation. Yeah, you know? yeah, fast. Yeah. Per- Perry, like, you know, Lois, find out everything you can. And, and why is he such a darn nice guy? You know? Yeah, yep, yep. I love, I love Clark questioning it. And it's just like, this morning, John Doe was a joke. And, like, stops the newsroom. Yeah. Dead. It's like, how dare you? Oh, it's so cute. Even, and uh, yeah. Jimmy's reaction here, too. It's just like, you shouldn't say that about John Doe, CK. You know, <laughs> it's just so cute. Like, I, I, I love the idea. And I guess he doesn't... I mean, tell me if you thought something different. I guess he's not susceptible because he's Kryptonian. I'm assuming, yeah. Right? Because like, yeah. he's Superman. Mm-hmm. But I, I love the idea that, that kind of Lois is, is wrapped up in this shit, too. Like, even the strongest minds who have dealt with all this bullshit in front True. of us, like, can't can't get past this thing. Yeah. Crazy. I, I don't know. I, th- I think they do a nice job throughout this of, of um, kind of, like, earning Lois understanding what's going on. Like, she, she literally... She has moments where she falls back into it throughout mm-hmm. this episode. I don't know. What 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 what's your take on that? Like, is I mean, it is it too much or? or I mean, do I you know, like I, the balance. I liked I liked that she was able to like, you know, snap out of it for lack of a better term. Yeah. You know, just to be like, wait a second, no, 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 hold on, hold on. Um, because I think to save the viewers from another like, oh no, she's like hypnotized or she doesn't know who she right. is or. I think we're like, we're not going to do that this time. She's going to be able to come back and go in and go out and realize what the heck's going on. Yep. And there's there's a there's a nice kind of like show of, of strength of will, mm-hmm. I guess, for Lois here, where it's just like, this should be working on her, but she's like constantly like, nope, you know, like drown it out or whatever. Can you remind me why they don't recognize him at first? They do, don't they? Like they, the minute they see him, they're like, oh God, it's Tempest. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'm mixing it up. I thought they were I, like confused. They're like they're like maybe that's all. They're confused that it's Tempest. Maybe they're 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 no. It's like the minute they see him outside the hotel. Okay, she's like literally mid sentence, mid sentence, going like, "Oh my god, he's really oh yeah yeah, yeah Tempest." Yeah, yeah. yeah you're you know, right, like, you're right, you're right. So at this point too, it's like, how much do they know about their past adventures? Mm-hmm. We're like, I think Lois remembers Tempest Fugitive, but I don't think Clark does. Right. Technically. And he doesn't know about Tempest anyone. So the only thing he knows about is like, this guy stopped me from getting laid one night. You know, right, like, fuck right. this guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a monster. <laughs> yeah, questions to be had there. But true reporter fashion, they start asking the questions. They go right to the asylum. And I, I love this like, and when did you realize he was missing? Missing, Miss Lane? You know, like he's yeah, yeah, right yeah. here, clearly. And we're starting to make progress with him, too. Like, I love Lane Davies as oh, yeah. Slate Tempest. Hilarious. Yeah. It, it's it's almost like a newborn. You know what I mean? Like, there's, some, there's a weird quality to the performance I yeah. like a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Uh, um, this doctor, by the way, 
Um, were you a Buffy Angel fan at no. all in that world? Okay, no worries. This was Victor Raider Wexler, uh, which I can't believe I said that correctly the first time out. Yeah, um, good job. Still working. He's doing voices on Boss Baby and shit like that. Oh, good right? for and him. Wizards, I'm not sure what that is, but like still working. Um, he was a big guest star. Big guest star. He was a frequent guest star in Everybody Loves Raymond for a while. Um, but genre fans might know him as uh, the necromancer in season five of Angel. Uh, he was Magnus Hainsley there. And like oh. just a super cool performance. Like imagine this doctor just being like totally competent and evil as shit. Ooh. And it was it was that. Like he, he was really cool. I've so. seen him before. I've seen him. I don't know if it, what it was. Maybe I think it might have been Seinfeld or something where he plays a doctor again. I think it was a doctor. Oh, interesting. Time, so yeah. At a hospital. I, I trust you. I'm just looking through Don't to see me. if I can help you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, weirdly, yeah. In, weirdly enough, he's Dr. Wexler on several episodes of, of Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the finale. He's in the Junior Mint episode. Yep. Good for him. I, I don't know how he scored getting his last name in there, but good <laughs> yeah. for him. Good poll. Yeah, very good. I'm like talking about one episode of Angel, and he's like on one of the most watched episodes of television. <laughs> Him and Christopher William, like, you know, and Andrus between the MASH finale oh, and Seinfeld. Yeah. These guys are heavy hitters, you know? But anyway, Tempest, fake Tempest is totally talking about, like, well, clearly I projected my identity issues onto Superman. And and no, I don't think he has a secret identity. I, I loved this whole thing where the doctor's like, yeah, Tempest is always talking about him having some secret identity. Isn't that fucking crazy? Like, yeah. I, I forget that that's not public knowledge you know right 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 yeah leaving the asylum though like i guess it's just because lois is having the whammy i don't know it, it was weird to me lois and clark are leaving the asylum and clark is the only one that's sure that that's not tempest like there was no evil in his eyes like put me in yeah. a room with him yeah, i don't know yeah, and like yeah. I, I don't know i i kind of wanted lois to be a little more with it at that point yeah what was your thought yeah yeah i i was when i was rewatching it today i was kind of like she's just kind of like okay <laughs> Yeah, I guess we'll go interview yeah. <laughs> presidential candidate Tempest or John Doe, whatever. Um, this next scene, we get we get Tempest in his Metropolis Regent hotel room. Is yeah. that where we are? I'm trying Have to we... think, think if yeah. that's that set was anywhere else because in meet in in Bob and Carol and Lois and Clark's, you know, they just like redressed. They right. Uh, Lois and Clark's apartment so once i realized that was i always try and see like have i seen that set before you know like this could be chateau marmont oh yeah some redress yeah, maybe? yeah 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 um did i say it right was that even what it is no it's uh it. no chateau roberge chateau roberge is chateau marmont the real place i think so yeah you know what what's real and what's lois and clark anymore i don't think <laughs> <laughs> chateau roberge good pole cold Yep. Cold. Yeah, some, sometimes I can remember. Incredible. <laughs> Do you remember if we've heard of the Metropolis Regent before? Like, where did they stay for their honeymoon? Oh. Their, you know. Oh, Honeymoon yeah. in Metropolis, season one. Also, like, where were their parents supposed to stay? Is that the same place? Remember? <sighs> yeah, for At the, the wedding, wedding. And it was all, they have no rooms because the president is here. Because the president's here. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, someone's going to school us on that. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I'll look back and, and post on social that I know it now. Uh, um, anyway, this scene, what I was going to say, 
is truly one of my favorite lines from the series. And it, it's one of those things where, like, I don't know. I, I, I kept the show in my heart mm-hmm. for, like, since I, since I knew it. But, like, I hadn't really watched... I didn't rewatch it a ton through college. Okay, yeah. But it was, like, the ass end of college. I was working at Domino's um, delivering pizzas, like, over the summer. And... Which meant, like, I was delivering till, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. Oy. And then coming home and sleeping till, like, 1. So I was, like, a vampire, basically, yeah, that summer. You know, rough. like, it was really weird. But it was fun and whatever. Um, but, like, one morning for me, afternoon for the rest of the world, I was watching this episode. And this line just made me go, like, oh, was this show fucking brilliant at times? And it totally is. But it's the, like, Tempest is going over his polling with people. And it's just, like well, what are these pocket communities that, that aren't getting the message or whatever? It's like, oh, well, those are the Amish. And he instantly like gets on his thing, his little recorder of like, the Amish are not your friends. They're anti-Don Doe. Boycott their quilts. They're overpriced and their, worksman, their workmanship is shoddy. Oh, and John Doe is a darn nice guy. And I'm just like, who fucking wrote this? You know? And that's when I looked up. I'm like, oh my God, it's Tim Minear. Oh my God. You know, like yeah, it's yeah, Angel yeah. Firefly Tim Minear. Holy shit. But it's just like, I, I don't know what it is, but like, that's the line I always think of when I say like, when this show is funny, the show is yeah. fucking and funny. Then, and then t- Terry Lois has a really funny moment in that, the next scene too. <laughs> well, which one? Yeah. Where, uh, he's like, when he's like, you, you look, you look like, did anybody ever tell you you look like somebody else? And he's like, who might I look like? And he's like an evil sociopath, blah, blah. And then Lois is like, for example, <laughs> and it cracks me up. Every time, yeah, she's she's great in that scene too because they they're like Clark isn't playing anymore. No, but he's kind of doing the like maybe we should have a bit of a cover. Yeah, the, yeah, you, yeah. You know, whatever. Um, I love this little intimidation that he does. Like, you know, Tempest. Well, we all have a twin out there. Why, why, Mister Kent? Without your glasses, you could almost look like. Well, duh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like. Phenomenal. They're they're hitting duh too much in this episode yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But like that's awesome. When he slips up and says Kent later instead yes. of Kent on the like just oh it's so cool to me. It's dumb but it's cool. Like I don't know. And they're they're like heads. They're it's not really a split screen, but they're they're heads with the fire yeah. in the background. Like, Literally oh, like head to head for a yeah. moment. And like that's another one too where it's just like like truly I. Lex doesn't mean this much on the show anymore. Right, the, the, right, this right. This guy does. Like, fuck this guy. I love, too, like, after this, they both leave and they're just like, fuck, it's him. You know? Yeah. Like, what are we going to do about this? I, I love Lois. This is a great Lois line, too, where it's just like, I know two things for sure. Tempest must be stopped and John Doe is a darn nice guy. You <laughs> yeah, know? Like, yeah. It's so good. Um, poor Andrus, though. Mm-hmm. We're having a great time. He's not having a great day. <laughs> Tied up, made to be the running mate. All of a sudden, you know, yep. like Tempest gets the thing. Um, do we? Do we? Go ahead. Where are? What? Are, do we skip ahead or no? Um, I don't think so. Okay, okay. Then I have on. them leaving the hotel and then back inside. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. You know what? Let, yeah, let me set that up again. Okay. Sorry. You know, we're having a good time. Sorry. And, and, you know, we're having a good time today, but but poor Andrus is not. He came mm. back from the future before. We didn't talk about it, but, like, he scared the homeless guy again. Um, 
He's here to take Tempest back. Tempest tries to steal the, or like wants to steal the window or whatever again. No, yeah, he does. He tries to do it. Yep. With the one he stole in the first place, but that's been decommissioned and the new one won't work if Tempest touches it. It'll shatter and lose him in eternity, which probably won't be an issue. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't know. Did you, did you hit on any of this? exposition throughout here because I, I thought it was kind of okay it was, it was fine it sets yeah. up what what happens later you know yeah it, it's a nice device to give it's a nice not implausible in the world of complete ludicrousness and implausibility way to like set up how he's gonna best superman right. here you know right right but yeah I, I love that tempest is like stuck with this guy and instantly turns it on and like great well we'll get the cameras in here and you are now the vice president to the most ruthless campaign this country will ever see. You know, Have fun. Yeah, it, it's so it's so him. I love that. And and reporters come in and Tempest steals the window and, and now Andrus is in custody. So every, everything's fucked. Um, I love here. Cut back to the Daily Planet. We're in the staff room. Just Lois and Clark in there. And I'm always like, why are they just in here alone and it's because they've like locked themselves away so that he could speed read through yeah like, yeah yeah you know, yeah power there's a, perception there's a blooper in the scene oh by the oh, way sorry i didn't mean it. what is it um they're doing their whole like well what could it be how could he be doing it blah blah, blah. and jimmy comes in but if you watch it now yeah because i've again watched this episode at least a hundred times like on vhs i love that this is the favorite for you yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I just recently noticed it, and it's such a like on set thing. He he's supposed to walk in, but you they're shooting through the the room out the into glass. the daily yeah out into the daily yeah. planet where you see him come walking by. But Justin Whalen kind of looks leans and then leans back out of frame, and then somebody <gasps> cues him. Oh, that's great! He literally is like looking to see where they're at. In the scene, because I'm assuming. Oh, what a I'm good assuming looper. There's nobody cueing him from inside. It doesn't make any sense. So I'm sure somebody's right. outside cueing him, but he must have been just like, where are they? How, how much more time do I have before I get cued? So he oh, like peeks and killer. then steps back, and then you see him walk in like he just is walking around the Daily Planet. <laughs> as if as if he didn't just do that. That's yeah. so funny. Oh, I love that type of thing. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I, like I said, just recently found it. Maybe because it's in HD now and I can see yeah. everything so clearly. None of your secrets are hidden anymore, you fuckers. Um, there's a great one of those. Did you watch Gilmore Girls at all? No. Okay, it's all good. Like, it doesn't matter. But there's a great one where, like, again, they're in, like, the diner set on that show, which is made of windows, and it's on yeah, the yeah, back yeah. lot. Mm -hmm. And when it's pointed out to you, it's so obvious. But, like, the character that's supposed to come in is literally standing yeah. in the middle of the road. It's literally one of those. It's for, like, the half thing. the scene. Uh -huh. And then she starts walking, and it's yep. just like, I just ran over from, you know? Kind of takes so you out a little that. bit, a little yeah, but, bit. But that's the type of shit we love, yeah. you know. Like that's why we do this, you know. Like I, I fucking love that. Anyway, why does Jimmy come in here? I forget that. I can't find it in my notes. Ugh, I don't remember. Oh, they're trying to solve the prison break shit. Um, he comes and brings them. Yeah, that was it. it. What he brings them is not consequential. They're just like, hey, we got you an invite to the right. President Garner right. victory party, and he's like, uh, I'm going to the. The John Doe rave at Club, Club L7. L7. What's Club L7? I don't know. <laughs> Everybody hits it enough in this that I'm just like, is this a thing for the comics? Like, why, why do we keep talking or about Or, like, it's it? a very 90s name for a club, I feel like. That's probably very true. Like, yeah. there's, there's, like, 
I'm sure there's a cast of some other show hanging out at Club L7 <laughs> at this point. I love Dean has a great little performance here where like the note that Jimmy uh-huh. hands him the minute he says that he just like <laughs> crumples it up and throws it over his side. Just like, you too, dude, come on. Um, this homeless guy thing. We kind of missed one earlier. This is the homeless guy that like was there when when Tempest first arrived, is there mm-hmm. when Andrus arrived. And he's still screaming that, like, John Doe is a bad dude. He's from he, the future or hell or whatever. He came in through the window. He came in through the window. <laughs> um, and, like, it, all that happens in the scene is just, like, Tempest pulls up, you know, screws the silencer on his gun, plugs the guy, and drives off, you know? I guess it, I guess it helps them corroborate this whole window bullshit at right. the end. Uh-huh. Right? I don't know. The way they solved this was was weird to me but we'll get there meanwhile at this bar that has been used in this season or this show more than i remember yeah but like first used it in the irish episode and have used it plenty of times since then it's a different angle though right they're shooting from a different side Slight, right? slightly yeah but like it's weird to me that i never noticed it before yeah. until i like rewatched the show like how much they use this bar after mm. they they establish it but uh this is where um, President Garner is alone, but for like the bartender and a few like barflies having his victory, his l- not a victory party. I love the line of like, oh, good. You saw the sign on the ballroom door. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so tough. His his wife and daughter are at Club L7. You know, like it must be a fucking party. Crazy. I don't know. He's watching the news. He's watching LNN when they call the race for John Doe. And even he celebrates and admits that he voted for the guy and blah 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 like fred willard is is the just this perfect like put upon confused old man in this you know that means i lost (laughs) oh good for him oh wait a minute (laughs) it's so cute um i don't know like this is this is almost a wrap on fred willard here like what i think he's Uh. a perfect president for a show like this yeah first of all do do you have like favorite fred willard performances because like He's been in just everything, like, so yeah. much. He was, yeah, I mean, especially in the 90s. I feel like he worked a lot in the 90s. But he was even on, most recently, a show that my husband Dan was watching, the SpaceX or whatever, Space... Oh, he was in that? Yeah. Uh, Space sure. Force. Pretty sure. Please, that one, anybody yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but I think, yeah, that was no, his, last, his last thing, right? You're probably right. Um, of course... Yeah, uh, best in show and, and oh my and, god, best in show. Yeah, um, I love uh, a buddy of mine works for Jimmy Kimmel, and uh, talked about him when Fred died recently, mm. and talked about how like basically he wasn't getting much work anymore, but like Jimmy just fucking loved him. Yeah, I thought he was the funniest guy in the world, and would have him come on and do these bit parts all the time, and he was just like always game. He was always lovely to the staff. He remembered my buddy's name, which Aww. like he didn't have to remember my buddy's name. You know, like right. just seemed like such a class act guy. And on top of that, one of the funniest people you've ever met. You that kind of seemed to be the consensus when he did pass. Everybody was like, and he was so nice. And he was the greatest guy in the world. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just it's so it's so nice to hear when, when someone is that is that prevalent, is that like, you know, in all these things that we love that also right it didn't bother him you know like right, he's right. just always always a good dude so anyway 
Pour one out rest for in peace. Uh, yeah. Rest in peace. Uh, yeah, long live President Gardner. <laughs> had, to, had, to, had to take a moment for Fred Willard there. Because, mm-hmm, god damn it. Meanwhile, Clark is having another dream here. This time with weird distorted video yeah, effects. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like squiggly. Yeah, it's like squishing the frame or whatever. <laughs> it's very weird. This is the first time, I think, where like you actually see that it's Tempest, right? I was going to ask you if that was... It must be. It must be, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Because before this, the one or two times he's had a flash of it, like the figure that grabs Lois is just like totally like visual effect blacked out, yeah. basically, you know. Um, I think this is all very cute where he he wakes up in bed. He leans over and kisses her. See? Most romantic. Holy stuff. shit. Literally. <laughs> I got a lump in my throat from that. Like, so I'm not good. saying this because you were here, but I'm just like. <laughs> That's so sweet. Like I, I don't know. I've I've woken up from bad dreams and been like, oh, thank God she's here. You know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. type of thing. And that's so what that is here. And like he's so upset he can't even sleep. He just walks over and just like watches her. Sleep. Watches her basically. It, yeah. it feels very obviously he's dealing with his shit, but it felt very like, you know, guardian angel Superman. He's mm-hmm. he's watching over. You know, it's it's. You're absolutely right. Without being about their romance necessarily this is a very romantic episode yeah. the two of them it's also yeah one of my favorite scenes from this episode for obvious reasons because i just think it, it is so it's just like so sweet you know yeah. and yeah it's like throughout the show it's like their love has been like really big you know mm-hmm. and especially like for him he like loves her so much you know um so i just like love that moment yeah, just... me too. And it's it's what I go back to too, where it's just like I love the the mundaneness of these characters when mm-hmm. when this show gets to show that you know, right? And they're not just going crazy. Even the next day when they're just like Be- in the living room watching TV. Yeah, yeah, because it's like we get to see them like married, like in bed to get like just sleeping at night. You know, like, yeah. You know, we never have seen that before. No, you know, and of of course one of them's having a premonition future dream and the craziness mm-hmm. is happening and whatnot but it, it is still just like ah these little moments that you get really kind of buys like all of the comic book bullshit that is that is inherent and that i love in this show it grounds it in mm-hmm. those those little ways you know um so a few episodes ago uh mr rob o'connor pointed out to me that their apartment is above a cheese shop and not just any cheese shop, but a fancy cheese shop with a double P E at the end of it. Did you ever notice this cheese shop before? No, it's no. all I can see now when they do the establishment. I thought it was shops. like a little, is it like a restaurant or like what? It's just it's, a cheese. It's a cheese shop. That's funny because yep. there's, there's a place like that on Ventura <laughs> Boulevard. <laughs> it's like a cheese and wine spot. And I was like, what? And listeners, we're going to do our Lois and Clark meetup there one yeah. day. So <laughs> yeah. Keep an eye we'll out. We'll just pretend it's uh, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, this is a big scene we have to talk about for a couple reasons. Uh, stupid reason is the aquarium's intact. Yeah. And he broke it a couple episodes ago. So I, I was really happy to see the aquarium. I here. was thinking about this from like a production standpoint. I was like, do they take the fish out every night? Or like they put wow. the fish in, like 
like we need fish we need fish for this scene for the aquarium can somebody get like we need some props to get fish because they're alive they're real fish i saw they're real swimming, fish. you know and and does that mean do we have a pa that feeds the fish and we always have to keep that tank on all the time i'm wondering if it's like nobody or... nobody wants to like be responsible for for that so i'm sure it's like somebody props goes gets the fish the fish are in the tank for the day and i wonder if they like can return the fish that or, or or like who wants to be who wants pet fish right who wants fish this week <laughs> yeah 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 that's interesting you're right because who would take the time to fucking keep these fish around no that nobody no <laughs> and and I love the show but like I don't begrudge them not giving a shit about the continuity for the fish you know yeah 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 n- n- me either <laughs> yeah who cares the fact that she still ha- the fact that they still have it from her apartment and it's like made its way to because there's this the scene when they. Then they first get married and all her crap's in his apartment. Oh, shit's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, the fish tank. I think it was empty, though. I think the fish weren't weren't in the tank at that moment. Which opens a whole other set of questions. What like, she where did the fish go? Where the fish at? That is, oh, man, I've never thought of that, but I love it's that. Like, and that's all like, I'll think about from now on. That and the, and the red phone prop that made it from her first apartment all the way to now they're married. I've never phone. tracked the red phone prop. You know, the red phone, me and my brother. Uh, See, there's still so much to learn. My, me and my brother make fun of, like, oh, is she on the red phone? Like, because the, the phone, <laughs> like, moves around the apartment. Like, who moves the phone? <laughs> you would always be like, it's that red oh, phone. Oh, that's so weird. But she had it in the old apartment, and uh-huh. it came it came to the brownstone? Yeah. Amazing. Shit. I love doing this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are there still these dumb things to find? How did I not see Justin Whalen peek it in before he had to (laughs) enter? You'll never not see it now. No, I am going to watch it immediately when we're done. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, that was fun. We now have to talk about real world Dean Cain's terrible shit for a second with Mm. uh, Tempest on screen, you know, accepting that he's won and whatever and... I hope President Garner's supporters will join me in making this country great again. Which Clark says again. And Lois says, like, back in the days of slavery. And it's just... It's too much. So too, too close. real. <laughs> Between... But, but also, like, Reagan uh, said that. Reagan said it first. So that's where I think yes. they got that from, right? So it's not, like, foreshadowing. Yes. And that is actually... <laughs> that I did talk to Tim Minear about. Um, because I was just like, did you... Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, being this premonitory, and he was like, "No, yeah, like assholes have been saying that for the entire time." I'm mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, you're right, but just one particular dickhead put it on a hat, you know." Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, it's just it's just so weird to see it still, mm-hmm. you know, like in the Dean Kane context and without. It's just it's bizarre that that's just always been part of the playbook. And- yeah, yeah. Um. But I was just thinking how I'm like I. That's the Dean Kane that I like, like like nineties. What he's like, he's like twenty eight or whatever. Like right. Clark Kent, and then when I hear him speak now or see him now, I'm just like, it's like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, it's so <laughs> you tough. Know? Even that, like we talked about it, that that interview that he and Terry did, where he just gets like so. Oh, that makes me so mad. Like, oh my god, shut up! Because she was trying to just have a nice conversation for the fans and. He was such yep. a jerk. Yep. So. Uh, and I was like yelling at my phone, like, drag him, Terry, drag him. <laughs> yeah, really. You must have ammo at this point, Terry. Do, do get it done. <laughs> anyway, had to talk about it. Anyway, sorry. Once everybody. a season, I guess. Yeah, now yeah. it is. But there you go. Fuck Dean Kane. Um, 
And then Tempest directly to Superman. This is where he does the... Um, I, I love this. He calls him, you know... Uh, Once all citizens are working through the proper channels, especially well-meaning but lawless vigilantes, <laughs> the world will be a safer place. And if you can't... I mean, can't. We'll have to figure out something else to do. It's just like... It's perfect. Mm -hmm. That's such good villain shit to me. Yep. Again, I will always love a villain that loves being a villain, and there is no villain that enjoys the job more. That is very true. Than future man Tempest, you know? <laughs> um, oh, this is just occurring to me. Are there no surnames or anything in the future? Andrus Tempest? We never really... Oh. Weird. Weird. Huh. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Yeah. He's up against Superman, so like he still has the better name, but it just, it's just interesting. Um, I like this too, where, where Lois is like, "I'm not usually for this, but like I wish you could just go kick his ass." Yeah, this scene's cute too because she's like wearing his shirt. Yes, <laughs> and and like rubbing, just like uh, yeah, stroking yeah, his hair uh -huh, while they're uh -huh. watching, not and that, in a gross way, just in a loving way. That to me is like, is that a Dean and Terry thing? You know, because sometimes yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I f I feel like. You know, when you're friends with somebody, you're like, this is what I'm going to do. I don't know. I, I'm not an actor. I, I, I shouldn't even try and say, like, no problem touching each other, basically, was what no. I was going. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. There's there's no kind of physical boundary for them yeah. here. Their chemistry is always undeniable. So 100%. Whatever they were doing. Worked. Was yeah. working. Yes. Um, meanwhile, whatever. He can't, he can't beat up the president-elect. No matter who he is. But he superheres a robbery, so like he's going to go do that. I love this next scene where he yeah. stops the robbery. Another thing I liked, when he does hear the robbery. Yeah. She, he, what, does he, what does he say? He's like, oh, is it... She, she's like, is it Tempest? He's like, oh, no, it's a robbery. And he's, she's like, oh, good. Right? Is oh, that great. that scene? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> it's like the same thing in... Um, uh, which one is it? I think it's the end of season three in Big Girls Don't Fly. Where, like, anytime he's been superhearing something lately, it's been the fucking Kryptonian yeah. saying, like, oh, by the way, we're married or whatever. Yeah. And, like, you know, he's like, you know, it's a train derailment or whatever the fuck she is. She's like, oh, good. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Great. Maybe I'm mixing it up with that. Am I? I don't think oh, I Oh, I don't know. I, I, I don't have it written here, but that doesn't mean anything. Um, I'm going to go watch it later, and if it's, I'll be like, take it out. I wasn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Regardless, I love the scene on the street here. Where, where, like, he stops the robbers, the police immediately give the robbers their guns back, and and immediately, well, like, did you read them their Miranda rights? Like, mm. no, you usually do that, which I'm like, oh, not a great excuse to begin with, first yeah. of all. <laughs> but also, I don't think, I don't think Superman should have the power to read Miranda yeah, rights. No. Hmm. Figuring that out now. All right, I'm back on Superman's side. Um, but anyway, <laughs> FAA is here, IRS, Immigration. Fucking everybody wants a piece. Of All it, these you know? little bit actors were also very good, by the way. Really good, right? Yeah. Surprisingly good for the, yeah. the two line, the under five that they were. Yeah. Um, but I, I love that the IRS has been looking at him for a while. It's just like, well, Superman a tax dodger? Should we be looking under S that, for super or yeah. M for man? <laughs> yeah, so good. Very cute. The immigration <laughs> stuff, a little too real again. But it's just, it's a good scene. President-elect Tempest works fucking fast. Yep. Drives by in the limo with his little shitty wave and grin. You know, <laughs> it's, it's a good time. Just makes him more mad. Makes him more mad. He really hates Tempest. Yes, as well he should. Should totally. But I like love it that we get like that like an angry emotion from him. You yes. Know? Yeah. Someone's, this whole episode. 
that Tempest's whole thing is like, I'm going to piss them off. And it's working. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. You know? Meanwhile, at the Daily Planet, they're just talking like they have to bring him down before the inauguration. And this is where they kind of solve everything. Lois gets this weird report about a guy who'd been shot and killed and was anti-John Doe. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Came in through the window like the cellmate, blah, 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 blah. They're basically just like, do you think a bunch of future shit is happening that we couldn't begin to guess at? Like, yeah, that's probably it. All right, great. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very cute. They go back to the, the asylum, uh, and that's where, like, the other patient is like, oh, oh, the replicant doesn't even fucking sleep. This is craziness. You know, like, he's spouting, like, real shit and helping yeah. them figure it out. And then he's like, and, and you know, I'm not nuts. You know, I'm Superman. And he opens his chest. Yeah. <laughs> If it didn't look so shitty, I'd be like, I kind of want that as a t-shirt. But it's, yeah, it's that's too, a good prop. It's too lame, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's very cute. His little homemade Superman shirt he's got on. Meanwhile, back at the Metropolis Region Hotel, Tempest, I like I liked this little detail. He's choosing the logo. Did you yeah, yeah. Catch oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like his yep. advisor or whatever is bringing him a bunch of different logos. And it's like that one where like this arm is fisting the earth, you know, basically. <laughs> breaking it apart um (laughs) speaking of prop watch he's got a daily planet in his hand with the correct season four letterhead so i think i think the entire prop department is now on board for the new letterhead and that makes me happy love it um but he's showing it to andrus all tied up like it's a picture of the two of them with like wins by a landslide type thing um it's it's all cute and he's talking about grounding superman he shows andrus and blah 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 like this is where though i started thinking of like a bit of a plot hole here of like look the future the time travel shit on the show never really makes sense and we just go with it because it gives us these wonderful episodes but right like ever think of sending i don't know more people from the future to come get tempos oh yeah it's the one like you know, not yeah. it doesn't seem very tough. This fucking nerd from Nash, yeah. you know, like uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's the, 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 the future. Also, like at this point, does the future There's no exist? Guns. There's no guns. Is it is it a Back to the Future rules where where the future isn't what it well, is we anymore? Well, we kind of see a little bit. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's not yet, but it will be. Okay. And this is kind of where also Tempest hatches like the final stage of the plan, right? Yes, hit him yes, where, yes. Hit him where he hurts. This one goes out to Lois Lane. Lois Lane. Love it. Love it. <clears throat> um, I I love too. Like it's so nefarious a plot that it gets Lois to use her cell phone. They're back at the asylum, and yep. then she gets this call. Though I guess I guess that doesn't make sense though, because shouldn't she have just like gotten it? Like I guess the call comes through her cell phone. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know who called her. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm like, because it's kind of implied that it's it's Tempest that called right. her, because it's a shitty connection and it gets her out of the room or whatever. Right, and it gets her brainwashed. Right, and and like immediately he goes outside and he can't find Lois, and um, and he hates when that happens. Hates when that happens. <laughs> Uh, but Lois is is hauling ass through Griffith Park. I was gonna say, I was like, it's. <laughs> Which you're always on the Griffith Park episodes anymore. You're I, here for so Ultra funny. Woman. Because uh, you can literally see the observatory from the other side. You know, yeah. this is like if you don't live in LA. I mean, I didn't, so 
right. back this when I was watching nothing. it, it, it means nothing to most of the world. But if you live in L.A., you're like, I know where that is. You know exactly where that is. And, that, and that's Metropolis is downtown L.A. It's downtown L.A. <laughs> they didn't even change anything. It's just Nine a shot of downtown L.A. Um, cool little D.C. Easter egg for this here. What is it? This same location, like literally the same death trap location where she's she drives over the cliff. It is used in an episode of Batman 66 where Bruce Wayne, for once, not Batman, was tied to a gurney, and he goes over this ledge. Like, it is Whoa, the exact go, same location. Let's go, let's go look out from there. Oh, sounds so great. <laughs> for all I know, too, it's the same place in, in Ultra Woman where she stops the, oh, yeah. the trucker uh-huh. or whatever. You know, like, I don't know. But it's cool. I liked the, I liked the effect of him catching the car here. Yep. I don't know what your thoughts were. It worked. Totally worked. He clearly, it's clearly green screen or whatever. You know, like, yep. he didn't dangle a stunt guy in this Jeep over fucking <laughs> Griffith Human. Park. Yeah. That would have been so cool. I want the behind the scenes photos that. of that day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But no, it looked, it looked rad. He saves her. And I, this is, this is like perfect superhero shit for me. He saves her. He checks on her. Like, I know you were just like felt compelled to do it or whatever the fuck. And then like <laughs> the army, the police, the fire department, everyone descends on yeah. them. Yeah. And he's like, are you okay? She's like, yes, go. Yeah. And he flies off. And it's just like, that's that's so rad That's what I me. mean. Yeah. Like, there's no, he doesn't have to make an excuse or anything. It's just yep. like, he, she's, she'll take care of all this. Just go. Yep. And she she will cover for whatever she has to, you know, deal with whatever she has to here. He trusts her to not, like, yep. get more in trouble with the police. You know, like, it's just like, there's so working. much it's trust working. here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everyone's working to make Superman a thing. And it's, it's just nice my note just says love in capital (laughs) anyway back at the hotel once again tempest is talking about hiring painters for the white house because he despises the color (laughs) which is which is also just so fucking real you know (laughs) yeah and i love his line to superman here where superman appears at the window like why superman you patriotic thing Thing, come on in What's he putting in his mouth? I want. I've been for years. Is is it a whopper? Is it a? Grape? Oh, is he? Is, is he it eating? A, he then his. You know, Superman grabs him by the neck and he. Oh right. He pops it out. Pops it out. I oh I don't remember now. There's so many reasons to rewatch this episode now. See, You're listeners, welcome. just turn this off and watch the show. It's so <laughs> um, I love this line too, where like uh-huh. Superman comes in, throttles him, pops the it's whopper pissed. out of his mouth or whatever, yeah. and. And, and like, there's a little whatever Randolph, I think, is the aide yep. that's with President Electo here. He's like, should I get the Secret Service? Like, oh, no need. He won't hurt me. See, the thing you have to learn about superheroes, no matter which way they turn, they're constantly bumping into their own ethics. Like, that especially is, Superman. Especially it's a great Superman. Line. Fucking wonderful. And it's just like, it is the Achilles heel that smart uh-huh. villains do like that's all the dark knight that is what joker is doing to batman in that right movie. you know like it's it's just it's great i i totally love that that little moment there and the you, threats back and forth here are great too and it's just you know superman's threatening him and just like mm. what are you gonna do impeach me it's just like as if that fucking matters anymore but uh, <laughs> i almost did a spit take with my Sorry. tea <laughs> But he threatens Lois and, and says, like, you know, stay away from her. Or I promise you my ethics you will, will disappear. Yeah, you will see my ethics disappear. You're like, ooh. Fucking perfect. <laughs> so good. Right? And, and romantic, too. I know. This is earned for me. We're like, 
I don't know your thoughts on the people versus Lois Lane, but I hate that he's immediately like, we'll bust you out of here. You know, like this, this, like he has gone too far. Yeah. And obviously that's the whole point of his plan, but like he has earned Superman's hatred at the and and the anger at this point. Right, right. You know? Totally. And this is where he starts like setting up for his plan. You know, I'm going out and unlock the vice president, yep. let him escape. He puts the mirror, the window thing, whatever the fuck out. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, I, I have, assume you have some notes on this scene back at the uh-huh. brownstone. Clark, it's cute to me that Clark is upset that he showed so much mm. anger towards Tempest that he like kind of let him win. Tells Lois about the dream. And it's just like, Lois, if I ever lost you, I'd be losing myself. <laughs> It's so good, man. So so I'll tell you a funny story about this episode because I told my husband it's my favorite and I told him why. Okay. Um, <laughs> this could go next, so many ways. Yeah, the next line. Yes. My husband literally laughed at it. And yeah. I was like, no, that's the most romantic part of the whole thing. Make love serious? to me, Clark? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it is, it is, I mean, I don't know. It's on the it's, nose. Yeah. I think it's I think it's very like the the it's like the perfect like I don't know ending to all of his like worry that she's like you know they're gonna be together in yeah. that moment you know yeah I I get that as that what do you um, what are your thoughts because I don't want I don't want to run on your parade dude I I no it makes sense if you're like it's it struck freaking me as just, corny it's just a weird thing for married people to say like for one <laughs> now, I, I mean fairness, I've never in my life said it so. I know exactly <laughs> could you ever in a straight face no, your husband not or to, anyone before please, him say no. make love to me no <laughs> you know no so that's but it, he, I feel like it works but, here I don't know maybe exactly. it doesn't maybe I, listeners hate it too maybe you I hate it. it I don't know I think it does and it doesn't all at once and your mileage may vary but if it worked for you then then it should be in here I think it's totally a line that should be in a show like this yeah. You know, like, I, I don't think it's, like, out of context or anything. It was just a, like, all right, that's a little much for me. I then used the line last night, and it didn't go well. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean. In, in, a, in a joking fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I use it on her. This is so <laughs> <laughs> I, we were literally just talking about make love to me, Clark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I it's it's just a your mileage may vary thing. If it worked on you, man, then it that's does, that's what it's supposed to do. But I totally get it. I totally get it. Because um, it's a cheesy thing to say, just in general. And I also think didn't Seinfeld have a whole episode on this where it's like she said, "Make love to me," and then I couldn't because she put me <laughs> on the spot or something. I think that's Seinfeld. Maybe. I, <laughs> I mean, everything you just said sounds like Seinfeld. Yeah, so that, yeah of course it was George. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, that that's. That's funny. Yeah, no, I I will say this. Terry <laughs> makes it work. Yeah, it's a good delivery, good Just smooch to- right after. Totally believes it. Pan to the fireplace. I'm like, that's what's, what's supposed to happen after that line. <laughs> good job, everybody. Um, also, her in her little Angora sweater here, she looks phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Wait, after when? The next scene? I think the it's next the scene? next scene. Yeah, oh, yeah that down is in what, there because yes. he... Andrew shows up. They come down in their robes because clearly they were just getting busy. Dulling it. Yeah. Yes. And then. And then they change. 
Right. And she's in the Angora sweater for like the rest of this episode and the beginning of the next, basically. Yeah. Very cute outfit. I agree. Oh my God. She's just, she just looks phenomenal. I like, I always think of the Bob as my favorite Lois hair, mm-hmm. but God damn it. Oh, season this four. Growing on you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Totally. The Bob the and hair Carol. hair grown back out. There's no more wig. Yeah. The Bob and Carol, Lois and Clark hair, especially it's like a little short, but yep. Oh fuck. She looks good. I don't, I don't, yeah. yeah, it's tough now. <laughs> It's, it's really tough for me now. Um, but yeah, Andrus comes to them and interrupts Bone Town. And um, this, this I liked very much. Where he comes to them. First, he's talking about the utopia that their love made possible. And it's, it's so cute to me. Their little reactions and their, like, yeah. little, that they get to hear the, about this. Yeah. You know? That's, that's very romantic to me. And uh, the invite to, like, come to the future, Superman, and help me stop this. What the plan in the future is is fucking beyond me. Yeah, but, um, true. But, like, this type of thing is so loaded for them now after season three, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it really <laughs> struck me because it's just like, of course, after everything's fine in the future, your husband will come back. And it's just like, heard that before. Yeah, you know? literally. Yes. <laughs> for fuck's sake. It- but she doesn't miss a beat, too. She said, I'll be waiting. Yeah. And then he looks so sad when he, like, hugs her. He's, like, so sad to leave her. And their little whispered I love you. I know. That's Dude. what I mean, you guys. <laughs> right? Am I right? Am I right? Most romantic episode of the whole dang thing. I would never have thought about it as that, but you're absolutely spot yeah. on. Like, the, the, the romance stuff in this episode is, like, it's going to be hard to answer the question later, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, he and he and excuse me, Clark and Andrus go and uh, off to the hotel to deal with him. Meanwhile, um, Lois is at home and gets a call from the doctor that like, weirdest fucking thing just happened. President Doe just broke Tempest out of jail. I thought he was a darn nice guy, but then he did this. But he must have had a reason, you know. Like, must have. Whatever. And then, oh boy, we get to the hotel room and Superman and Andrus walk in. And, and threaten Tempest and just... Lois gets the call, right? Lois gets... The, yeah, Lois got up there. Lois is on her way, I guess. She's like... Yeah, she's like racing in, like throws her keys to the valet, like... Psh, yes, that, that's really cute. <laughs> yep. Um, I don't know. Tempest seems clearly fake as fuck to me to begin with here. <laughs> yeah. But again, it's one of those like... I love that them solving what's going on in this episode is literally just being like... Could it be time bullshit? Like, yeah, that's as close as we're going to get. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, like, how are they going to guess this? Um, but, yeah, Superman and, and fake Tempest walk through the window, and Lois comes in, held by the guards, and Tempest touches the window just in time. It's, it's, all, it's all pretty yeah. good. Superman could have super sped out of the window, but oh. there was a lot going on. Well, maybe he couldn't have. We don't know. I don't maybe know. Maybe stuck. I don't know how window shit works. Yeah, you don't know how win- future windows shit works, Matt. He You're absolutely stuck. right. Window shit might be very. Because he seemed like he was like you know trying to to you know, and that's why he like reached and he couldn't you know. Right. Move. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe he was stuck. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. You're thank welcome. you. You You're saved welcome. that for me. You're welcome. Um, fake tempest disappeared. Blah blah blah. I will say, this kind of like window portal bullshit that they're doing here. Mm-hmm. Tell me if I'm wrong. Best effects the show's ever done. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, this that I don't know if I've ever it could be stuff from Zoomways board. Like, I remember it being like, "Wow, they're stepping their game up." 
they nailed it here. And mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of curious now to see if they keep up with us in mm-hmm. the show mm-hmm. to come. I, I remember, I remember liking the look of like the it, the time void that he's yeah. in in the next. And again, it's all ridiculous and weird, but like for what it was, I remember that looking cool. But we'll we'll find out in two weeks, listeners. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I was very impressed, especially by the way on the HD. I'm just like, no, this this looks fine. You know, mm-hmm. like it's not perfect, but it, it, it looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to them. Uh, but meanwhile, you know, the window goes down this endless hallway, and because the hands, the hands, they're, from the they're dream. reaching their hands. Yeah, they're it's the same the shot. Hand. It's the same shot of their hands. You now see, like, oh, yeah. it's the other way. He's getting, yeah, exactly. Um, I do away. like, I do like the re- the reverse of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like, by the way, the lighting effects just in the scene itself. There's like kind of like blue thunder and lightning oh, happening yeah. mm-hmm. from the window. Mm-hmm. That helps a lot of this too. You know, like just the atmosphere of it all feels good. But then he's gone, and this is the Back to the Future you're talking about, where like Lois is like, yeah, she's back. like desperate, like she's like. You know, wake up, get him, wake up. Like, right, to where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Like, yeah. And he's, whatever he says, what he's, he's saying? He's traveled like, into eternity. To, yeah. Uh, he can't come back. She's like, now. well, you have to help me get him back, right? Yeah. And that's where the Back to the Future thing of just yeah. like, and just is like, oh, it doesn't feel bad, but what does this feel like? And I just no evaporates. Exists. Exists. <laughs> Nicely done. And off he goes. And, uh, and Tempest is just placed his fucking punch and walks out and, and leaves you there alone. And then she does that like desperate like Clark That last uh, little that last so- and the sob the sob. Yep. <laughs> and a totally fucking earned to be continued for Lois. Yeah. I I'm amazed that your favorite episode is a to be continued like this. I know. But you, yeah. no, it doesn't have to be your favorite. But you like you like the follow up of this, though. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. Okay, I do. Okay, but this mm-hmm. this is the one, and also this is the one where it's like where it's them. It's like turned up, yeah. Yeah, and it's not the the strange politics of can I make out with my husband's doppelganger? Yeah, huh. do you get a pass? I don't know. Like it's like I'm it's not like against the same, it. This, the same question, like, do you get a pass if you slept with the clone by mistake? Like, you totally get a pass if you slept with the clone by mistake. Like I thought it was Especially you. if you haven't encountered a clone before. <laughs> that's that's I'm fine with that. Okay, so you get a pass for My fiance is in the room and I'm going on record <laughs> as saying I'm fine with that. You accidentally sleep with your clone. Accidentally sleep pass. with the clone. Totally fine. But your doppelganger second was it like another dimension you? Yeah, yeah. Mo- but you know. See? Yeah. You know. I get you. Hmm. Because you can't be know. like, oh, I didn't know. Uh, like, I totally knew, and I just wanted to. <laughs> I, I'm a little like, well, invite me, but that's, that's, that's my mm-hmm. own thing. Mm-hmm. But I guess I'm stuck in eternity at the time, so, you know, that's not really an option. Anyway, um, to be de- to be decided Listeners, next, let us know. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, hey, Chris, can I ask you a few questions? Yes, please. Cool. Was this a good episode for Little Miss Lois Lane? I think so. Yeah, I because... So yeah, she, yeah, she was great. She she's fighting it. She's fighting the the tempest hypnosis, right? Yep. Um, it's the next episode where she like gives it to tempest with that great monologue. Like, yes. Pocket lint. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but she's still um, good in this. But she's still great in this. 
Um, also, Terry, like, this isn't about the the actors, but Terry is just awesome in this episode. It's yeah, just, she's great in this episode. Really, really like funny. Um, good. Good episode for Clark. Poor Clark. He's 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 like in his feelings all episode. Yeah, it's a, it's it's tough to. I'd say so. He's got a lot to do. He's very he's very, uh, you know, defending my woman. Yeah, you know, and, and angry at this guy, which I which I like, you know. This is a tough one too, where it's to to divide between Clark and Superman because yeah. literally, obviously, Lois knows, but literally the villain knows too. You right. know, like so it's right. like. Even Same when thing. he's Clark yeah. going to interview, you know, presidential candidate Doe, like it's it's Superman and Tempest, basically, you right. know, like so it's it's whatever. Um, but good episode for Superman, I thought, because he's got some good shit to do and the effects mm-hmm. looked great. Yeah, he saved the car. The car the thing. The car thing's really cool to me. Totally. This might be hard for you. Favorite Lois and Clark moment in this episode. <laughs> I'm not going to pick the weird... Go ahead and pick no, no, Make no, Love no, to no, Me, no, Clark. No, no, you can. <laughs> I will never make fun. I'm trying... Let me Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. That's one of my favorites, I will say. As corny as it is, obviously. Everybody else is going to make fun, <laughs> fun of me for it, but whatever. Um, I liked I liked the, the moment on the couch. Those were good moments, too. Yeah. It's all just like it's little physical stuff in this episode that I like a lot. Yeah, I like that they went to the to the uh, President Garner. Like she was in a really cool. She looked phenomenal. Dress, yeah, yeah. She looks so good, and you know the seat. She had to wear that for literally. They might have done exactly no, that but that scene. that little like and it has like um, you know kind of like a jacket to it or something too. Like it's nice. Yeah, such a cool dress. I was like, man, I wonder if she like. Yeah, good clothes week else. for Lois. But yeah, I love. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I love, you know, they went t- together to that. They're just, it was just a good Lois and Clark married. We're doing the thing. We're, yeah. we've got this figured out. We're a team. I'm gonna help him. We are partners blah, blah, in blah, life, blah, blah, at blah, work, and as Superman. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. Right. Totally. I I don't want to count this, but I, I just I do love the little kiss to her when he wakes up in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. she should be conscious oh, yeah. for my that, favorite that... moment, but, like, I just... Uh, another shout-out to that. Um, them yep. hearing about Utopia. And, mm-hmm. and they know this at this point, but it's just, like, it must be crazy when someone comes from the world that your love created. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's just nuts to me. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, just, they're just quiet, like, very close whispered I love you's at the end of that scene is just really nice. I'm thinking about like the utopia and the continuity of we can't have kids when Tempest literally or not Tempest, oh, Superman's like, descendants. You guys yeah. could, you had kids. Also, another side note, I watched that episode in my first trimester of pregnancy and that scene where he tells her they can't have kids. Oh I my eyes out. <laughs> That's a rough time oh. in life to see that episode. The, when yes. when Doctor Klein tells him, you mean, right? When no, he goes back to the planet and tells her in the conference room that they. Oh can't have God, kids that scene! <laughs> She's incredible in that scene. Yes. Yeah, not a great episode, <laughs> but some great moments in that episode. There's mo- most of there's a lot of that. Like the, I like the moments more than the other yep. stuff most yep. of the time. Or not most of the time. Yeah, that's the time. good shit. You're right. I can't wait to get to that. Well, I can. That'll be the last. Oh, Jesus Christ. I know. Oh, 
And with that, <laughs> I guess we're done with with meet John Doe. Oh wait, any any you asked me the Terry Harry. Tatcher. Oh uh, sure, I, I mean, did, did you have Harry Tatcher thoughts in this episode? Yeah, we already talked. We already talked about yeah, her that. Hair looks phenomenal great. here. Um, yeah, looked great in the the ball gown. It does start getting too long again in the season. I'm picturing her in in Family Hour and like and Toy Story. Yeah, I think she had it shaped. I'm sure. What's at, that mean? At some point, because. So when you're growing your hair back out, you have to like get it cut so it doesn't like just look. Nuts. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> your hair's all growing. Like you a know, maintenance cut. You get cut, it shaped basically? to look like a normal. Okay, I've never mm-hmm. heard that before. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's yeah. common here. Um, I don't know. So maybe we'll hear your voice again, but not on a big episode like this. What are your your thoughts on the the end of season four here? I know you've said season four is your favorite, but like. So I'll tell you a funny story about the last episode. It was my eighth grade graduation. Eighth grade graduation. Okay. Yes. And I didn't watch it and I didn't know it was canceled. So I thought like, oh, it's okay. I miss it because I'll see it on the reruns oh, and then gee. I'll get, you know, it's going to come back. Yeah. So I didn't know it was canceled because there was no like, I mean, I was on the message board. Sure. You know, but on they the AOL didn't know it was chat, canceled. AOL yeah. thing. Yeah. I don't think, yeah. Um, so I'm, at the month of my freshman year of high school, I found out it wasn't coming back. Oh man! You so you went all summer. So I didn't watch the last episode. Yeah, I didn't watch the last episode till way later. In in reruns or but like I, DVD or what? Okay. Yeah, in reruns. Okay. I think it was, must have been reruns. Thanks, TNT. Yeah, that was a long time ago. So. Oh man, that's crazy! I love that the show just kind of like never really finished for you for a couple years there. Yeah, and then I mean. Also, you know, the whole thing, like, it, it they took out right. to be continued out of right. the bottom of that episode. <sighs> Just appalling. Yeah. You know. Not the first time Damn they messed it. with it to be continued on the show. But. Well, maybe maybe we'll hear some more thoughts from you on the on the finale at some point. But um, in the meantime, Krez, this it's not yes. goodbye, like, for fuck's sake. But. <laughs> but I, I forgot till today when I re-listened to the Eyes of Metropolis episode that like this friendship started because of a fucking tweet that yeah it's, that's, isn't that that's crazy nuts to me yeah, that's cr- literally I don't know if the listeners want to know like you had started that I, I don't know how I filed the podcast Pro- I think on Zoomways I think you say that in Eyes of Metropolis that I listened to oh, today okay. and I already forgot about it, apparently but. yeah that's when I was still like reading I don't really go there anymore um since, especially since Zoomways not around anymore yeah. um just don't really and plus the, the the actors are tweeting and instagramming so i i can like check out what they're up to in other avenues now yeah, so that's don't really where go one there. gets knowledge sure yeah so it was yeah so i found the podcast and i found the twitter and i was just like he, i didn't know i don't think i knew you were maybe i knew you were in california maybe and that's why i knew you were in la Ooh, i don't know maybe we mentioned like, it in an early yeah. episode or something and um I was like, let me, and I was home for whatever reason that summer, and I was like, let me take a picture of the tweet I tweeted at Matt at Lois and Clark Podcast yes. was my box of Lois and Clark, like, 90s stuff that I have, like the trading cards, like magazines, cutouts, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, ripped yeah. out of magazines, like, like this is what I have. Like, I would love to be on the show because I know a thing or two <laughs> or whatever I said. Because <laughs> I've been and, caring for a long time. Yeah, and it's to find other people that care is crazy. You yeah, know, it's like... Yeah. The listeners know the little Facebook community. It's like it's so fun to be there and like have conversations or listen to your show and listen to people who watched it the first time 
in the 90s or like found and you know later on TNT or whatever those their stories yep. are it's just fun to nerd out with people and we have your show to thank for a lot of that Matt so thank you that, not not at all I, I'm just so glad that that a it, it found the people that that wanted it and more so that it it brought me some you, you, incredible fucking people into my life. Yeah, you made some friends, and that's yeah. great. And I remember you were like, oh, this is where I live. You can come over. And you, you lived like five minutes away from Yeah, where, that was from, weird. <laughs> I was like, we're five minutes away from each other. It's insane. <laughs> that and just the, like, I don't know. Maybe it's the type of show it is, but it's just, like, the trust of, like, you were invited to a strange guy's apartment. Yeah, I was like, I was with like, this another guy gonna, gonna be this, there. This is not the guy that's gonna kill yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. but it was just like it was. So, it was always, it was always so easy. And I remember from like the the first episode, the first ten minutes, and you can hear it in that episode of being like, "Oh, we're friends already." Okay, great. You know? Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and and you know we've we've hung out and you know we've seen each other in real life and gone to the WB and whatnot. But like, yeah. Truly, I made you a really large print of the Daily God Planet. Bless you. That's <laughs> if you ever find any more slides that you need oh, converted, please let please me know. Who else would I call? Um, <laughs> but like, this is a friendship that'll go on beyond the show, and that totally. that means the absolute fucking world to me, Christine. So same, same, same. So thanks for tweeting. It's I guess. Been a pleasure, yeah. Matt. Yeah, and I can't believe, you know, you've, you've had some bumps in the road, but I'm, you know, we're all. I glad don't know what you're talking about. I don't. Yeah. The show's better for it, I think. Oh, thank you. Thank you very yeah. much. Anyway. Not goodbye, but definitely not. Metropolis thanks you for your contributions over the Yay. years. Everybody, check out Analog Talk, please. Um, anything else going on for you or that's, motherhood? That's fucking motherhood. Motherhoods keep me busy. Yeah, so. go fig. <laughs> cool. Well, well, Analog Talk as always, everybody. Um, if if you've loved Christine over the past couple of years on this podcast, give her a give her a tweet, give her a like, give her a follow, um, say hi. I'm sure she'd she'd love to hear from from other folks around here but absolutely um till next time i've been matt truex i'm christine bartolucci you were the first guest to do this that wasn't ryan or i so <gasps> oh. would you mind taking us out absolutely not bulk off everybody lois and clark to the new podcast of superman is a daily knockoff production please review us on itunes follow us on social and we'll see you in metropolis Love you, Christine. <laughs> <laughs>